0: All right, kids, and those who are going to care for them, go. Be blessed. Change the world. They do. Well, you already heard the sermon, because Josh gave that one. But y'all are paying me some money, so I'm going to talk for a little while, too, and maybe share something that'll help you out, too. Father, I do thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you that you're present here, that you're offering each person an encounter with you, an ongoing lifestyle of encounters with you. I thank you that you're good all the time, every way, every place, every event, every interaction, you're always good. So thanks for helping us. Amen. Thanks for that song. That's that's my favorite song for this year. It's just been that song. I sing that all the time. Part two. Last week I started talking a little bit about sharing some things that... Uh, I had gotten from my notes from various times when Graham Cook was sharing, and I don't really connect with him well as a teacher, but he's got these little one-liners that have really impacted me, so I'm sharing about how I have enjoyed and experienced and benefited from things he said. If there's one thing you don't get out of today, anything else you don't get out of today, get this. Holy Spirit is an expert at everything. Holy Spirit is an expert at everything. Whatever you're trying to deal with today, whatever circumstance you're dealing with, whatever issue you have, whatever breakthrough you need, Holy Spirit is an expert at everything. If we get this, it'll change our lives. Because you and God together are bigger than whatever the problem is you're dealing with. Yes, John fourteen twenty six. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send me in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Holy Spirit will remind you what God has said to you. He'll bring it back. He'll give you the stuff you need. When you get there, Holy Spirit with us is like going around to the toolbox. We open up the toolbox, we have the right tool for the job, whatever the job is, because Holy Spirit is an expert at everything. So a couple of things we shared is how do we seek God when he never leaves us? And the key point would be God never, ever leaves us. So our prayers change from come and bless me to you're here already to bless me. Now what are we going to do? Another one is if I'm scared of the enemy, I need a bigger revelation of God. What's the biggest thing in your thought process? Is it the problem or is it God and his capacity to help you through it? If we're afraid, we just need a bigger revelation of God. And then the the last one we talked about last week was be more afraid of unbelief than presumption. We're very quick to get into unbelief about why things couldn't happen. What will happen if God doesn't heal, if God doesn't come, if I don't have an encounter today? If I don't hear his voice, what if we presumed that what we heard was God until proven otherwise? What if we presumed that God wanted us to be ministers of Holy Spirit rather than someone else? What if we just went into the whole thing thinking, God sent me on a mission to planet Earth once I said yes to him, that I, my job is to bring encounters? Could get fun. I think I just started this last week and then realized I didn't have time to get through. So I'm going to pick up with... Here's another thing that, that um, he said that's really impacted me. A poverty spirit is living with meager options. If we have a poverty spirit, if we're more aware of lack than abundance, we're going to have limited options in how we deal with anything. Ephesians 3.20, and those of you who are here, you've got your Bibles out because I pretty much do Bible stuff whenever I talk, but particularly today. So Ephesians 3.20, you're turning to your Bible, not to your Facebook page. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. One more time. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. We tend to think of poverty in terms of money, and that is an aspect of poverty. But a poverty spirit... Is found in every area of life the quality of the relationships our identity our sphere of influence the ministry scope and impact as well as money a poverty spirit basically says this is who I am I just have to get by with what I've got I just have to get by God says, exceedingly abundantly beyond all that you can ask or think. God is not just good, He's abundantly able. He doesn't say, oh, because I'm old or young. He doesn't say, because I have degrees or not degrees. God is a God of abundance. He made us complete and lacking in nothing. When we're in a situation, we have in the toolbox everything we need to deal with the situation. Dealing with illness. Dealing with kids that are growing up and maybe not walking quite the way we want to see them. Or adult kids that still haven't figured out that what's going on. Difficulty wouldn't work. A boss that doesn't recognize what you're doing. Money's tight. All those areas, who am I that I should do any of this stuff? Let's talking with our Bible discussion group and mention when I was getting ready to go to Asia the last time, I had like this essentially just about a meltdown in the car on the way to the airport going, who the heck do I think I am to go over there? They're spending all kinds of money to get me there. I'm going to talk to thousands of people while I'm there. By the time I get through all the stuff, who am I? There's a train wreck in the car. Thankfully, I got there early enough that I, by the time I was sitting and waiting and getting on the on the airplane to fly to Hong Kong, um, God showed up and reassured me that it was going to be okay. But we all have those times when stuff comes and we live out of lack or poverty rather than abundance. And it gives us limited options. If I don't see myself as a minister of the Holy Spirit, because just like all of you, we all carry it, right? Holy Spirit is in every one of us, right? Okay, the rest of you that said nothing, Holy Spirit is in every one of us. And he's an expert at everything. I need to get Joshua back up here. It'll work better. (laughs) A poverty spirit basically says, I'm just not as good as other people. And then you fill in the blank. I can't pray for someone. I got to go get someone else. I can't understand what God's saying to me through the Bible. I got to go get someone else. I can't share my faith with someone else. I got to go with another person. I got to go get someone else. I can't get up and talk in front of people. I got to go get someone else. Poverty Spirit says, because I have few (coughs) options, pardon me, because I have few options, I have few possibilities. If I see myself as limited in what I have, I'm going to see myself as limited in what I can do. If you see yourself as limited in Holy Spirit, when you walk out the door tomorrow morning to go to your job, whatever it is, you're going to see yourself as limited possibilities on how you can bring the kingdom to where you work. Poverty mindset really wrecks a lot of Christians because we live so far below what God intends for us to do. A kingdom spirit as opposed to a poverty spirit sees Unlimited possibility because we're connected with an unlimited God. We don't just say it, we walk out intending to have that happen. By the time I got off the plane, and thank you so much, it's awesome. By the time I got off the plane in Hong Kong, I'd had time to realign with stuff. I got off the plane, and nobody was there to pick me up. I said, this is great. It's 530 in the morning. I've been on a plane for 15 hours or whatever it is, and there's nobody here. What do you want me to do, God? He said, why don't you get a cup of coffee? Okay. So I actually had some some money from the last trip. I went went over and got a cup of coffee and sat down and... There was a lady sitting next to me, and I go, are you waiting for your ride, too? And she goes, my ride's not going to show up. I go, really? Yeah, they said they'd meet me, and they're not here. They're not going to show up. I say, yes, they are. You're important, and they're going to come get you. You know, whenever you start to say something that's really affirming to people, they start looking at you weird because the world doesn't do that very often. So she's sort of sitting there going, no, really, somebody's going to show up. You're going to leave before I leave. Because my Myra didn't show up either. She goes, you, th- you really think so? I go, why not? So her ride showed up, she looked at me and she goes, How do you know that? And I said, Because God loves you that much. She just looked at me and walked away. It can be any place, but if we have limited possibility, if we have a poverty spirit that says, I can't do anything to impact people, I gotta have somebody else do this. We're not gonna do it very often. How big is your God? Remember, Holy Spirit is an expert at everything. What's the thing you think is most weak? He's an expert at it. Isn't that awesome? One of the nights I I was with the... um, I'm I'm sharing some stories from Hong Kong and Beijing because people asked about it, so I'm sharing a few of those. One of the nights I was with their prayer teams... And they're a little more interested in getting out early. in In, in Beijing, they stayed for forever. <laughs> we had there. I think I, I might have shared this last week. If I repeat, then that's for the people who weren't here last week. In Beijing, one of the groups stayed until like midnight at my hotel room. It was awesome. The pastor went home at nine thirty. They stayed till midnight, talking and asking questions, just wanting to know about stuff. It was so cool. It was one of my favorite nights. So I was with the prayer group in in, um, Hong Kong, and they came, and they were asking and talking, and and they had a lot of questions, and we just had a real good exchange, and they looked at the clock, and I go, when do we need to be done by? So we're going to demonstrate a little bit of prophetic ministry. So I had three of them with me, and we prayed for each other in in front of everyone, and they could see how the prophetic ministry worked. So I look at the clock. I go, when are we supposed to go home? And they said, we probably need to be out of here by 10. And it was about quarter to 10, and there was 12 people left. And we'd been going all day, and I was ready to go back to the hotel room. But I looked at the hotel room, and we got 15 minutes to do 10 people or 12 people or whatever it was. So I said, okay, God, we gotta get to- we got to get 12 people done. So I said, everybody stand up. And I gave all, tw- all 12 of them a, pred- a prophetic word of about a minute long, got them out on time. I can do that because Holy Spirit is in me, right? Yes. Just a short little minute word. I got home and about a week and a half later, I got a, some kind of communication. There's all these things. I can't even remember what, how they, they all work. I'll just say WhatsApp for everything because they used a lot of those, but it might have been something else. I got a WhatsApp from one of the ladies who was there. In the minute word, whatever it was I said to her, she said, that word was so meaningful, I just had ended a really significant relationship and was really feeling condemned, and the word that you gave me set me free. I'm different since that night. One minute prophetic word. It isn't about being able to say a whole bunch of stuff. It's being able to say the right thing at the right time. Even when you're tired, even when it's time to go, even when you wish you were ready to be done, God will show up. If you have possibilities and not a poverty spirit. A poverty spirit says, I'm too tired. It won't make any difference to people. Holy Spirit with us says, 12 people in 15 minutes, no problem. Because God wants to bless these people so much. He's going to show up. Holy Spirit is an expert at everything. He will always point toward a loving God that's bigger in his vision than you ever thought possible. Whatever limit you've got right now on what God has encouraged you to walk in, Whatever that limit is, God says, I'm bigger than that. I can show you more. We can do more. Here's another one. Prophecies are not who I will become. They are who I am now from God's perspective. Prophecies are not who I will become They are who I am now from God's perspective. See, when God says something to you, he's saying, this is who you are. This is your identity. This is what I've seen you to be. This is what I created you to be. Not, we hope we get there someday. When God gives it, he's saying, this is who you are. Some of us might want to go back to some of the prophetic words we've been given and reread them. Not about a thing that's going to happen someday, maybe. But this is what God looks at me and sees me. Whenever we get together, he says, this is who you are. 1 Timothy 1.18. Conform to the pattern of this world. In other words, what the world has said, this is who you are. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Think differently about yourself than what you do now. Agree with God rather than what the world says. I don't have time for that. God just doesn't say exciting and inspirational things to us and then just leaves and says, Good luck. Hope you get there, boy. Go for it gave you the word. I'm just going to let see what happens. He doesn't do that at all. He says, I'm with you every step of the way. I'm going to help you to step into it. I'm going to give you feedback when you need feedback. I'm going to give you whatever you need. See, when God says a thing about you, he actually means this is true about you. He's not just saying something to try to pump your tires and help you feel better. He says, this is who you are. Prophecy opens God's a door for God to declare things about you that you didn't know you had and didn't know who you were. He says, I want you to get this so that you now have bigger possibilities before you. And he will stay with it until we get it. Prophecy just opens the door. The Holy Spirit comes, he puts his finger on it and says, let's start working on this. Here's the things you need to get in order to be functional in what you do. Way before I heard about the importance of knowing God's character, God started me on a journey about learning his character. Because if you're going to be effective at all in prophetic ministry you're going to understand God's character. The starting place for any kind of ministry, but particularly something like prophecy, is God is good. I do not want somebody prophesying over me who thinks God may do bad things to me in order to teach me something. No worries. Are you with me? He will start working on you, putting things into your life and bringing things to the surface that says, this is what matters for you to become the man or the woman that I've intended you to be and to walk fully in all of the gifts that you want to be in. For years, I've been resisting, had been resisting the idea of actually being a father in the spirit. A spiritual dad. Because that was a lot of responsibility that, again, I didn't want. And so even though people would say, oh, yeah, yeah, you just like this dad thing and all this sort of stuff. And I go, nah, I don't think so. Not so much. I just kind of want to do the thing God wants me to do. I was on an airplane flying to Indonesia. I, I remember it distinctly. And God said, today you are one, whether you like it or not. I would like you to like it, but you are one, whether you like it or not. Now, what he meant by that was not that he was going to force me to do something, but he says, you are one. It's up to you to come into agreement with what I'm already saying. I'd been speaking at at Hong Kong. I flew to see our missionaries in Indonesia. I flew back and spoke the next Sunday, and three different people came up and said, what happened to you? You're different than last week. Now, nobody's ever done that before or since. I I must be really slow. God has to do these really big things every time I shift to say, yes, I'm a father. I can do that. So I was in Beijing. I was talking to this young woman, and uh, she told me about a relationship that had just ended and how a prophetic word I had given her was really helpful in healing that disappointment. She, like lots of young ladies that are getting a little bit older, was becoming worried about getting married and thought she had the right one. In fact, she even sent me a thing that said, I'm getting ready to prepare to be a wife. Only it wasn't the right person, and that person left, and so she had this thing. And so she said, That word you gave me last night was so good. It just encouraged me and helped me to get healed from that relationship that was broken. God drops this thing in my heart and he says, it wasn't about that. Let her take it, that's good. Tell her it's about with her dad. I go, I'm so happy that you got, you know, got healed and free from that thing. That word was about your dad. She let out this, this it sounded almost animal. This grief from inside, like, ah, oh. Ten minutes later at a package of Kleenex later, (laughs) she said, what was that? I said, it's me as a father being able to give you a father's blessing that you couldn't get from your dad. See, God is so intent, intentional about every one of us growing up, he will bring somebody across an ocean if necessary to get people to the place where they're going to be able to walk in their God-given identity. God is relentless at bringing us into an understanding of who we are and what he's gifted us to be And what he's called us to do. Holy Spirit will continue to pursue you. Somebody said to me once, Rob, why don't you start just agreeing when he says it the first time? It'll just save you a lot of grief. So I'm trying real hard to agree more with things now. (sighs) Yeah. I had... uh, Pastor Sam um, from Hong Kong said, you know, I really think this is where you're going in the next season in your life. I'm going, I don't know if that's what I want to do. I've almost agreed in my spirit, not quite yet, but almost... You'll hear when I agree. (laughs) You're not going to hear about the battle I'm in. Holy Spirit is an expert at everything. Whatever you want to walk in, whatever desires God has put in your heart, whatever things you wanted to see, you want to see people get healed, you want to see... your, your friends and coworkers come to know Jesus. You want to walk in a wisdom that God has for you. Whatever God is highlighting in your heart, and he has his finger on the pulse of your life, Holy Spirit is an expert in that area, and he's going to help you. I don't know if this is a prophetic word or just a declaration. I don't know the difference between the two, and it doesn't really matter. This community is getting ready to do something different. Those of you who think this is my little gift and this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, I declare an end to a poverty spirit that says all I can do is this. I declare an end to the spirit that says this is all I can do, just this, for the kingdom. Every one of you carries in you a message for people who don't yet know Jesus. Every one of you carries in inside of you a Holy Spirit that says, I'm the giver of the gifts, and you got them all. Which ones do you want to use? Most churches, including this church, are top heavy. There's a few people that do most of the ministry. But see, we're a different kind of church, right? We're this amalgamation of three communities and different ethnicities. We even look kind of like the city we live in. And we are not intended to have a few specialists do all the stuff. We are all specialists. There are things that are not happening in this community right now because some of us are waiting for the pastor to do it. I got news for you. You don't want me doing some of the stuff that you're thinking about. I'm not that good at it. I'll do what I'm good at. I'm old enough now to go, this is what I'm good at. I'm going to go do that. You don't want me doing some of this other stuff. And some of you are way better than the pastors and the leadership team at some of the stuff that you can do. And God wants this church to be a church of excellence. Not just with the few people at the top or the bottom or the leadership or the basement or wherever you see us. God wants everybody to be people of excellence. And God has spoken to you in different times in different ways about things that your heart gets excited about. And it's different for different people. But God says, this is the time to do it. I fully believe a part of the reason we have not yet moved is because we aren't ready for what's coming when we move. Some of you are going to be doing ministries that I can't do well. Some of you are going to do things that have only been a secret in your heart so far. But we move and there's more room for people. It can't just be a couple of people on the leadership team doing it. If I do my job well, I do very little ministry to most people. Y'all do it. You want to get a good prophetic word? Downstairs can probably give you a good prophetic word. The children are really good at it. We need to all step into our place, and it doesn't matter what the place is. Holy Spirit is an expert at everything, and he is relentless in bringing you into a place of maturity. If you look back through your journals or when you talk to God and you keep getting the same thing over again, take it from somebody who has done it the wrong way, just agree with it and start walking in it. It'll save you time. It'll be a lot more fun. because that's what we're called to do. Father, I thank you that you've given Holy Spirit to each one of us, and I ask that you would bring to remembrance verses that talk about different gifts, times when there's been quiet times or journals about this is an area of interest. I see this in you, says God. I put a hunger in you for this thing, and that we would no longer say, Let the people have their thing. No, no, no. Our word is, let it be done to me, God, according to your word. And that that would be the prayer of agreement with everyone in this community. There is no lack in you, God. We can carry multiple gifts doing multiple things. But there are some things that are really special for individual people here. And I bless you with courage to step into what God has put on your heart. And I bless you with confidence to know that Holy Spirit is already ahead of you, working on the stuff, doing the things, preparing you to step into a ministry life that is bigger than anything you could have ever imagined. I say that because I'm living that. If he can use me, he can certainly use you. So, Father, we agree In Jesus' name, to be a church that functions fully. Amen. Have a delightful week filled with new optimism that Holy Spirit is doing a major thing in your life right now. Bless you guys.